What's up, everybody? It's RB and Dom back here with a top of the list WandaVision review. Of course, uh, episode six airing uh, yesterday evening at midnight. Uh, the title of the episode, an all new Halloween spooktacular. Uh, and we're about two thirds of the way through the show now, finding out more and more about what's going on in Westview with Wanda and Vision and all the surrounding characters. And, you know, on a good trend as well. Uh, so, I think we should start off by giving our scores here, Dom, our thoughts on the episode before we dive into spoilers. So why don't you start us off? Yeah, so we'll start it off spoiler-free. Um, my thoughts on this episode um, after last week's episode was pretty great, I thought. Um, very exciting. I thought this one was um, about on par, if not just a little bit worse for me. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give like my spoiler-free thoughts and then like my score at the end so um biggest standout for me uh was vision in this episode mm -hmm. um everything to do with his character and story and and his like story arc in this episode i loved um wanda's brother showing up and seeing the resolution to that was great um those are kind of like the two biggest uh bright spots for me um for me my biggest negative is what's going on with sword not that it's not entertaining it's mm -hmm. just a little bit um less interesting than watching what's happening in the sitcom which was 90s this week we got to celebrate the 90s and we got some uh certain references to sitcoms i'll say that in the spoilers yeah, yeah. um but um i enjoyed the 90s sitcom aspects of this episode as well i think you and me are going to be kind of reverse on this but um my score is eight and a half out of ten all right so i'm just going to give this one a little bit of a notch lower than that i'm gonna give this one a seven and a half out of ten it was a good episode but definitely i wouldn't put it in the great range um i think my biggest problem with it was i was not a fan of the sitcom aspect uh this week i felt like it was very much just wedged in there to, to keep the continuity and i understand the show's wandavision we got to do that but they did just such a brilliant job in episodes one two and then i think it was episode six when we had the 80s sitcom or episode five, beg your pardon, we were in episode six now, where we did the 80s sitcom. And I just enjoyed a lot better. It, it felt really forced here. Maybe it's just because the style of, eight, of 90s sitcom they went for wasn't really what I was looking for. Um, but, you know, I just, it was, it was good. A lot of things happened in this episode. I felt like a lot of things were really slow in the first two thirds of this episode. And then the final third was just amazing, which was the redeeming factor. Why I'm not giving this like a six or a six and a half, but overall seven and a half out of 10 for me, still worth a watch. Um, but definitely not one of these top tier episodes. Like I found the last two episodes to be. Okay. Um, cool. So I think uh, we both have our scores out here. Eight and a half for me, seven and a half for RB. Um, looking well-dressed today, by the way. Thank you, thank you. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, RB is dressed well. We had to film this one on his lunch break. Yeah. So getting this one out to you on uh, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, uh, Friday. Friday. Uh, I'm one yeah, day ahead. Lunch hour, yeah. Yeah, Friday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so I think we should just put our spoiler. Yeah, here. spoiler alert. Make uh, the sound right. Uh, wee, 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 spoiler alert. Uh, First spoiler alert on top of the list from RB. But um, yeah, so if you haven't watched WandaVision episode six, an all new Halloween spooktacular, go ahead and hit pause, uh, watch it, come back, hear what our thoughts are. Maybe, you know, share your thoughts in the comments if you agree with us, or maybe if you disagree as well, we'd love to hear from you, the fans. But let's dive right into spoilers. And I think we'll start off right at the beginning of this episode with just the setting of Westview here in this 90s sitcom. Yeah, so the sitcom they're going to be paying homage to this week was uh, Malcolm in the Middle, yes. which I didn't expect at all. That's kind of like a, 
And uh, we were talking maybe Friends. Or, yeah, yeah, or Seinfeld maybe, Seinfeld. you know, a, a cut sequence where, you know, we have Wanda or Vision talking about what's going on. But instead, we got Malcolm in the Middle, which meant our episode uh, narrators were uh, Tommy and Billy. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Timmy and Tommy, but no. Tommy and Billy, uh, you know, they are, it's very similar, you know, to a lot of breaking the fourth wall, addressing the audience directly. Not something I was necessarily expecting. And, and once again, I'm not the biggest fan, as I, I said last say, week, of Tommy and Billy, which I think hurt this episode for me. I think this is our biggest point of contention here, yeah. right? That um, you didn't you didn't feel like this, uh, aspect of the show is as strong as the other weeks. Mm -hmm. For me, this was equally as strong, if not better, than last week's representation of the 80s. Um, I thought that this one had a much better um, rhythm to it within the sitcom portion than the Full House reference last week. Yeah. So that's that's kind of why I like it. And stylistically, they got a bunch of new camera angles and directions and stuff to go on in there. And um, this was definitely a return to the mystery aspect of mm -hmm. those first two episodes. Um, where we didn't really know what was going on outside of uh, the vision, the thing, and Vision is trying to, you know, figure out, you know, what's going on inside of Westview. So I like the mystery aspect, um, but like you, like we said, we kind of disagree on the '90s. I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Ryan, not so not much. A big fan. Let us know what you thought down yeah. in the comments below. But I think we really need to talk about. I, I mean, I want to talk about my favorite. Of course, part. yeah. Let's let's dive right into Vision. Yeah, my favorite part of the episode, Vision. Um, he had an amazing character arc. It was emotional. It was funny at times, and it was really interesting to watch. He was very active. We had a lot of progress made in this episode. I know you said it was slow. I don't think so at all. Um, okay. At least you said the first like yeah. third of the episode or something. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I, I, I thought, thought it was great. You know, obviously this episode with its title being circled around the holiday of Halloween, and I felt like every scene that actually had to do with Halloween was just super unnecessary. I felt like the whole episode was, you know, very quirky, quippy. Now, if we recall, though, Vision leaves very early on in this episode and, you know, doesn't really have to do with that Halloween timeline that's Wanda, Pietro, and the boys. And I thought, yeah, every time Vision was on screen, I couldn't take my eyes away, you know, I, as he slowly uncovers what we already know, that he's in this Westview anomaly that's being controlled by Wanda. So, uh, you know, I think his realizations are great. I think there's still a lot of questions around Vision. Uh, you know, we have the big reveal moment. We, we know his, his memories are altered, but we have the big reveal where he's talking with Agnes and he, you know, uses his powers to sort of unscramble her mind. She goes, you're an Avenger. And he goes, what's an Avenger? And I think that's a big moment of realization that Vision has no idea about his life pre-Westview. I knew it was altered, but I did not realize that it was completely gone. Yeah, and um, that aspect will come up again with, um, you know, who remembers <laughs> what happened before and, you know, who's under Wanda's control, who's right. not, mm -hmm. um, which was a big aspect of this episode, yeah. which I love that they're focusing it on. Um, I think that um, one of my favorite moments for Vision here is mm -hmm. when he, uh, he has this, well, first, wait, wait, I want to have a, a precedent, precedent to this. Okay. So um, another thing that I liked about this episode um, within the sitcom, like I know you said the Halloween stuff wasn't as great. I thought it was good. But um, my favorite aspect was at the beginning of this episode, when we first get to see the interaction between the boys and um, their uncle, and then Vision comes down and 
Wanda and Vision are talking to each other. And um, we could kind of see this back and forth of like this subtext in their conversation. Like they're talking about going out for Halloween, but Vision is really saying, you can't control what I do. I'm going out to patrol for Halloween. Right. And she says, but that's not what you're supposed to. And then she says, when did you decide this? Right, right. Yeah. And there, you know, there was there was even that moment too when he talks about his costume, and yes. he, she goes, it was uh, "The only thing." Yeah, in my closet. yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry, and, I and that for you. No, but then, no, but then he, you know, he he sees that Wanda is almost catching on, and he reverts back. He goes, "I know you love the the luchador fighters." Yeah, um, but absolutely uh, a great story arc for Paul Bettany as uh, as Vision. Of and course, yeah. The ahead. biggest moment I, I really need to know your thoughts on for me, this was the culmination of Vision's character um, as a whole. When he breaks through the edge of Westview and is coming through, and it's not what that the fact that he's doing that, which is pretty emotional in itself, but it's what he says. Do you remember what he says? I, I don't remember exactly now. So at first he's saying, you know, help me, but then like to me, this is what really speaks to Vision's characters. He says, help these people. And he's looking at the director and you know Darcy and all of these mm -hmm. help these people. Yeah which is one of my favorite vision moments because it really shows you back all the way to Age of Ultron, he believes in humanity and he cares for humanity. Right, which was the opposite, you know, the juxtaposition between him and Ultron, despite both being sort of these supercomputers in, uh, you know, in sort of a living form, so to speak, yeah. So that was a big moment for yeah. me. I, I thought that was a great character moment. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's very on par with Vision, and that's, mm -hmm. I think, why he's trying to break through this Westview, Westview anomaly, because he sees that people are in pain. I don't know necessarily if he didn't have in the last episode, you know, the moment where he's talking to his coworker and he's saying, you know, she's in my head and there's so much pain, you know, I don't think he'd necessarily be trying to break through. He'd just be enjoying his life with Wanda. Yeah, and it kind of shows you the juxtaposition between these this husband and wife, right? You know, we have vision, purely good, cares about others, doesn't want anyone to be hurt, and he's, you know, he's a hero. Right. He's the epitome of the best that we have to offer as a hero, and yet we've been seeing Wanda act more as a villain this season yeah. than a hero. Absolutely. Now, I do want to talk about Wanda, but I think we should save that for how we're going to wrap up the episode. Yeah. I think we have we put a bow on, on Vision and your thoughts on him. I mean, brilliant, yes. brilliant story. Oh, and he's, I think he's alive at the end of the episode. You think he's alive too, right? Uh, he's laying on the ground and he kind of gets reanimated. Define alive. I mean, I, I think that he's alive within the anomaly. Right. Um, but as we clearly saw with him breaking you through the wall, he can't, can't leave. He is yeah. being, you know, quite literally ripped apart as yeah. he as he breaks through. Reminiscent of the uh, the snap after the snap happened. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, but you're right. Um, you know, the other big addition this week, and I think what probably your favorite part of the episode yeah. was uh, Evan Peters and yeah. Pietro. Evan Peters. Uh, you know, I wasn't. Like I said, I think the 90s sitcom aspect, very quirky. I was not a fan of it. And the first two thirds of the episode could care less about him, you know, but there are little hints here and there. I think it starts right when they start trick-or-treating that, uh, you know, start to reveal that he knows a little bit more than the rest of the Westview folks. Uh, you know, first he starts off by, you know, he's talking about his past with Wanda and Wanda's asking him all these questions. He goes, ah, you're testing me. That's all right. You know, I, I know. Um, so there's a little bit, you know, he clearly understands that he's not the same Pietro Maximoff. Mm -hmm. And then I think we have the huge bombshell reveal uh, when we get the uh, point where they're sitting together in the town square, Wanda and uh, and Pietro, yeah. and he goes, 
Oh, so how, you know, I think you did this really well with all the kids, you know, obviously Halloween episode, they're just cameo actors, but I think you handled this ethically perfectly. So we know that he truly is more in on this than, uh, you know, the rest of the characters around in Westview. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're talking about, uh, the, I, I, I just don't get why you don't like the first part of this episode because I mean, every scene that Pietro is in, I think is amazing. I thought this was going to be the best episode of the show thus far when I first saw it. Go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to respond to why I didn't like the first two thirds, but go ahead. Okay, so here's my my biggest negative. This is the reason why I give this just a little bit less than last week's episode is everything that's going on with Pietro and Wanda and Vision in the sitcom, everything in the sitcom is so amazing that every time they cut back to Sword, yes, it's entertaining, but... I want to get back to the sitcom and see what's going on. Yeah. That's how I feel. What, we, what do you think? We very much disagree on that. Okay. I'm, I'm to the point where episodes one and two were great because they were pretty much purely sitcom. Yeah. This epi- And I, I loved episode five because I think they did an awesome job balancing sword and what was going on in Westview. I feel like here in episode six, it was so zany and wacky during the sitcom that you're right. When it cut to sword, it was like, I don't care, but I really didn't care what was going on in the sitcom. I just wanted to know what was going on. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just frustrating. That reasoning there. <laughs> it's, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. <laughs> that reasoning, Ryan. I can't believe you see it like that. It's so weird. It's just, I felt like if we're going to go with, you know, Pietro was this quirky character who's funny. Bring him in earlier, not at this point to detract away from the story, which no, is what I felt like he did. He's no, hilarious. You're absolutely no, no. right. So we're talking he, says it, he says it in the show. It, this is the homage to the 90s. He's the perfect wacky uncle that shows right. up. He, he, in yeah, once shows. again, that's one of his break, you know, breaking of character that I really oh, enjoy. For it. It's it's fantastic. I think it's every season is fantastic, but um my big question for you is whether or not you think that he's under the control of Wanda or he is, you know, free within to make his own decisions. What do you think? It's it's really tough to say to because we have that great line between him and Wanda where he said, you know, one second I'm being shot in the street like a chump, which, of course, you know, we saw Pietro Maximoff die in Age of Ultron. And he goes, and the next second, I just hear you calling to me. So maybe he does have free will. Maybe if you choose to be a part of Westview, which he did, you know, maybe you do have the free will. We thought maybe there was some free will going on with, um, with Agnes, uh, from last episode where she, you know, has her scene, you know, should I take that again from the top? Uh, but I think that was taken away in this week's episode when we see her, you know, parked at the end of the town, you know, sort of just spazzing out. But yeah, I think Pietro has, you know, obviously much more free will, I think even than Wanda expected because we have shock every time he breaks that character, um, which brings us to, I think, a perfect transition into talking about Wanda. Yeah, time. yeah, I was just going to say that's a perfect chance to talk about Wanda. And for me, some of the biggest information we get here and what could possibly be the reveal of what has started this. I mean, I think we've always had this idea, but I mean, when she's talking to her brother, Wanda brings up that um he knows, he's like, how did you do all of this? Mm-hmm. You know, how'd you get all these kids here? And he talks about it ethically, like you were saying. And um, he's asking her basically, um, you know, what is all of this and how did it start? And she yeah. says, I can't remember. So even she can't remember. Right, right. She says, all I know is I felt alone and sad and 
nothingness. Right. Which, you know, I think we were talking last week about how our thoughts were that, you know, maybe there was an outside entity helping or controlling, but I don't know that I feel that way anymore. I feel like it's just Wanda showing her powers at full force that relate to her emotions. And we see that again, when she sees vision and pain being torn apart at, you know, the, the wall, you know, at the wall of the hex. And what happens is, as we call, we recall, she loses everything in her eyes. Her eyes go bright red, and that's when we see the hex continue to expand. I think a lot of it has to do with going back to Pietro, too, and her confusion about Pietro. And her, in Pietro's word, her calling out to him. Yeah. I don't think that Wanda truly called out to him, but Wanda felt like she missed her brother, and then later on, her brother appears. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that she has the control here of her powers, but I do think it is 100% her. She's just out of control with her emotions. I'm starting to, you know, agree with more of that statement yeah. now too. I mean, I really kind of want there to be a bigger power. Of course, I, but, I'm on the same boat, yeah. But I think that they're just going to go for it and just have it so that Wanda's the one controlling everything. Yeah. So I'm really glad about that, um, you know, that they're going to go all the way with it. Um, Wanda's um, in the comics. I just wanted to bring this up. This is kind of my final prediction, and then you yeah. can give your prediction yeah. where the show's going to go. My prediction is that um, in the comics we have the like the House of M, which is basically like um, this event that happens that Wanda uh, eradicates all the mutant mutants in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what what's happening here is now that we have you know Pietro, I think this is like I've said in previous episodes, we're going to get the mutant universe from the X-Men and MCU colliding together. Um, I think that instead of Wanda eradicating all the mutants like she did in the comics, it's going to be that this is the catalyst for mutants to start appearing within the MCU. And I think that's a brilliant point. I didn't know that, of course, but I'm just going to jump on and say I agree with you completely because we talked about it, you know, one of the brief important parts of the sword scene were uh, Monica Rambo. And where she, goes, she goes, I've come, you've crossed through that wall twice, they tell her now. And look at how, you know, he's seen your blood work. Look at it. It's literally re-engineered yourselves. So you're absolutely right. I think that's a brilliant point. I didn't think about that, but especially now seeing, you know, we don't know how far Wanda has expanded the hex, but we're seeing people being taken in more Darcy. and more. Yeah, Darcy. Uh, in fact, I believe everyone at the yeah. end of that scene, even the director, he's trying to drive away but he's the last one out and we see the hex hot on his tail so i i couldn't agree more with you and i think that's a brilliant point yeah and i'm really excited to see where they're going to go next week Um, as far as sitcoms left to do i don't know are they going to do the 2000s are they going to do sweet life of zach and cody i don't know man we'll see you know we've got three more episodes and uh, we've got a much more expanded hex now. So we'll really see where they go. Of course, we saw everything being turned into a carnival sequence going to commercial or going to the credits in this scene. So we'll see where they go with that. Um, yeah. not, a, not a big fan of clowns. So we'll see how that goes. There are a lot of clowns. In that. I don't know what that, maybe it'll change by next week. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but definitely, uh, we, we like this episode definitely above a good score from both of us. Seven and a half for me. Eight and a half for Dom. One last thing we got to talk about before we go. The, uh, the commercial this week, oh, uh, yeah. survivorable yogurt or something like that. Um, no, it was, uh, Yo Magic. Yo Magic, the yogurt for survivors. Yes. Yes. Um, what it means, I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. Uh, there weren't many Easter eggs in this one. Definitely just paying homage to uh, 
90s and early 2000s, that claymation, computer generation style. I like commercial. That, that is oh, how I, I feel. I like the style. The content of this one didn't seem to have yeah, much. We'll, we'll see stuff. where they go with the commercials. I don't know if they're going to tie them all in or if they're just there yeah. to, to pay homage, of course, as we're doing, you know, to the sitcoms, also to the commercials in those sitcoms. Right. We'll see where they go with it. Um, but yeah, it was well made this week, definitely. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, so with that said, uh, you can follow me at Dom Gonzalez 48 on Instagram and Twitter. Send me a message there. Give me a follow. Uh, RB, where can they find you? Find me on Instagram at RB underscore the underscore SID or on Twitter at RB with the call. Excellent. And we'll see you guys next week with another WandaVision review and hopefully a few more movie reviews coming for you guys in the next following weeks. So look forward to that as well. Um, Anything else you need to say, Ryan? No. Thanks, everyone, for watching another episode of Top of the List. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe. Leave us a five-star review if you're listening on Apple or Google Podcasts. Thanks for watching, guys. Have a good week.